I always think about using one voice mm. and that my voice can adapt to different styles and genres. I always think within any piece that the words are so important, whether it be musical theatre or classical, so they are a real main focus for me. I think one of the main differences is in musical theatre, we can use a lot more speech quality. Um, oh, okay. We're talking more about long lines, legato, beautiful sound. Today I'm talking to the mezzo-soprano Sophie Clark. Good morning, oh, Sophie. It's so great to meet you here on Zoom. It's lovely to meet you too. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you, where are you based at the moment? So um, I'm mainly based in Manchester, but I'm actually in a hotel room in Derby because um, I was singing there today, uh, last night. But, oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, I've got um, another show later today, but in Manchester, so I'll be heading back there soon. Oh, okay. So it's a busy time for you at the moment. Yeah, very busy. I'm um, touring with London Concertante, which are an uh, amazing orchestra, and um, I do their West End musical show. Wonderful. And uh, do you like singing um, West End musical uh, songs? Yes, it's um, it's really nice because there's a real selection of styles you have. Um, West Side Story, Leonard Bernstein, so quite classical still, um, and Oklahoma, Rodgers and Hammerstein, and um, all the way to um, You Will Be Found from Dear Evan Hansen, so completely different. Wonderful. Oh, I love these songs, and especially um, West Side Story. That That's my favourite uh, musical of all times. Beautiful. Yeah. So tell me about your training. Uh, where did you, or let's start, uh, where did your love for music start? And um, I mean, when did you start singing? At what age? So um, the story was, um, my mom noticed when I was little, I always used to um, sing around the house from about age three. So very, very young. Um, and she always used to say my brother and sister would sing and she'd think, oh, that's okay, okay. well done. <laughs> <laughs> but she said she noticed, you know, my poor brother and sister. She said yeah. um, when I sing, she'd think, oh, that's quite nice. And mm-hmm. um, she didn't say anything to anyone. And then when I started school one day, um, so I was four, the teacher came out and went, Mrs. Clark. And my mum thought, oh, no, what has she done? What trouble? What mischief has she been up to? And uh, the teacher said, "Do you know your daughter can sing?" And my mum said, "Well, I always thought she had, always thought she could." Um, so it kind of started from there, and then from um, age of seven or eight, I started doing charity concerts for the British Heart Foundation, um, and lots of other different charities. And then it's just come from there. And um, mm-hmm. then I did my I did my degree at. Trinity Larbin, which is a music conservatory in London. I did musical theatre. And then now I'm doing my master's at the Royal Northern College of Music. Amazing. And But do you come from a musical family? Did your parents play instruments? And, and... No, not at all. Um, they love music. Um, I mean, my yeah. mum was a DJ in the 70s and 80s, so very oh, really? into her music. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she... She, none of them, no, not not musical at all, but very supportive. Amazing, and and so lovely that there was a teacher that, uh, you know, that that spotted you and that sort of told your parents about that. Although they knew, but it's always nice to hear if somebody else can see the talent. Definitely, and I'd always um 
I'd always trained classically. Um, I had a wonderful teacher in Liverpool called Rani Senefi Ratna. Um, I trained classically. My degree was musical theatre, but more legit musical theatre. So Bernstein, Rodgers and Hammerstein. And then now my master's is in classical singing and opera. So definitely kept within that world. Yeah. And lovely that you mentioned your teacher, because I just uh, spoke to a violinist uh, a a few days before, and we talked about this teacher, the teacher who installed this love for music and, and just love for the violin for her. And it's always lovely to hear that, you know, when, when people talk about their teachers. Yeah, I think your teachers can be one of your biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always um, such a stickler for the the small details, the lesser consonants, the words. And she introduced me to so many wonderful pieces. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, at what age did you think of having a career as a singer or did it just evolve you know that it just came naturally um I think it just evolved I've never wanted to do anything else um I really loved school I loved academic work um loved all my lessons so it wasn't because I wasn't into anything else I really enjoyed that too um but it just I think that's just not to be cliche but I feel like that's what I was just born to do and um I've never wanted to do anything else. I've always just done concerts, shows, and yeah, I've just never, never changed. So from a young age, you were comfortable on stage? Yeah. I used to be a lot more nervous when I was younger. And Mm. I remember my mum saying to me when I was about 13, um, if you really want to take this seriously, you need to think about confidence. And then when we had that chat, it kind of just flipped switch. And I thought, no, this is what I want to do. So Mm. Yeah, because it is it is important, this confidence on stage, because you have to connect with your audience. Definitely. Mm. And I think I assume if if you do it from a young age, that becomes easier. Yes, definitely. And I mean, if you're in a show and you're playing a character, that's slightly different. But if you're doing a concert and you need to talk with the audience and interact, which is something I do quite a lot, I do a lot of concerts. And um, you just got to be a good talker and be good at talking with people and let the audience see that you are um, just a normal person like them and you want them to be included in the performance. Yeah, I think that's that is so important because sometimes that it feels as if the stage, somebody on the stage, especially like you say, concerts, um, that there's almost a, a little barrier, you know, between the audience and the performer because they don't interact with the audience so um and you enjoy talking about what you're doing what you're singing while you're on this stage yes I think it's very important especially when I'm singing in different languages I sing a lot in Spanish Mm -hmm. and German all sorts of different languages and I think it is important to talk about what the song's about or even if it's just very, very brief um, also, I work a lot with a classical guitarist called Ravi Nathwani. Uh, we're in a duo called Cantalina. Oh, I uh, saw. I saw. I yeah. wanted to ask you about that as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so sometimes when we're doing concerts, Ravi has to retune the strings for different keys. So I'll talk to the audience about that and how it works. And they find it quite interesting because really? some people already know and some people don't. So it's oh. nice bit of information. 
Yeah, no, I absolutely, I love it. I love it when when singers or performers do that because and it's also sometimes if you don't know the music or you don't know of the composer, then it's always lovely to hear a little bit about the background of the yeah. music. It just makes it a different experience for the audience then as well. Yeah. But now I want to ask you about the musical theater music and um and classical singing so is there do you do you sing differently is there a different style of singing when you do that um i think i always think about using one voice mm. and that my voice can adapt to different styles and genres i always think within any piece that the words are so important whether it be musical theatre or classical so they are a real main focus for me I think one of the main differences is in musical theatre we can use a lot more speech quality um oh, okay. we're talking more about long lines legato beautiful sound not always like a lot of contemporary opera can be a little bit more leaning towards musical theatre but a lot of opera companies now within their season will put on a musical, especially Sondheim or Bernstein or something along that that mm. kind of um, mm. style. Um, so I think there are differences, but I always try to think of it as one voice and that the voice can adapt. Mm. So initially when you, because you said you, your initial training was in musical theatre. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. And why why specifically musical theater? What was the uh, why did you make that choice and not start singing classically immediately? So my singing teacher um did classical with me. So my singing training was classical, but okay. I'd always done dance and acting classes as well. So I went to oh, a local okay. school yeah. called Proctor Dance Academy in Liverpool, where I'm from, um, with the wonderful Miss Lorna. And um, also had acting classes at Lipper, which is the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. That's a school owned by Paul McCartney. And um, I'd always loved that as well. And a lot of musical theatre is very classical in style. So I went with that with all uh, went with that for my degree, um, always with the idea to do a master's in classical singing and opera at oh, a bit I of a late age. And now um in musical theatre, do you have preferences? Uh, are they because you you talked about in uh, um, the beginning of the interview, you talked about the different um, music that you're singing at the moment. But mm. are these the types of songs that you love singing? Um, in terms of musical theatre, I'd say the legit, so mainly pre-1965 or sometime. Okay. Are my favourite. So in the summer, I was in a production of Into the Woods. I was playing the witch, um, and I think some of that music is just—it's just, it's just mm. fantastic. It's so clever. The words are very, very clever. Um, but for musical theatre, definitely your Oklahoma um, Carousel, oh, yes. that, that kind. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But in overall, I'm a really big um, fan of art song, uh, German leader. Um, Spanish oh, okay. art, English art songs. So I'm, I'm really, really into that. I love opera as well, but um, I, I love to perform art song. I think it's beautiful. Mm. And art song is also uh, performed uh, in in uh, in a concert style. So this is yeah. then when you have this wonderful chance of connecting with your audience this way. I think it's always very intimate. The the art song. 
Yes, definitely. Especially when I work with uh, my guitarist, Ravi, because the guitar is such a sensitive instrument, it makes an even more intimate experience. Mm. Well, that's interesting that you say that because uh, also I spoke to a duo that's piano and guitar, classical guitar, and they were talking about this, where you say the guitar is a sensitive instrument, and they were talking about how um, the pianist had to really uh, tone down the piano to make the guitar yeah, feature as well. And, and with singing, probably you have to do that the same thing. Do you have to also take that into consideration? Yes, um, it's, I'm, I'm very used to it now. Um, it's just especially when the voice goes higher or like the, the most how do I say that the biggest part of your voice, you've just got to be careful. You don't overpower the guitar. The guitar yeah. does have strength and volume, but it also can be very quiet and very sensitive. And we talk about myself and Ravi um, the dynamic piano. So quiet um, or pianissimo, very quiet. And my pianissimo will be different to Ravi's pianissimo. His will be need to be louder than what mine is. So we have to kind of just work it out on our own personal levels to then put it together. So do you, um, is it for you interesting to learn about how he plays the guitar and, and that he, he needs to understand what you are doing? So in this duo, do you think you learn from each other this way? Definitely, yeah. It's very um interesting because one thing I didn't consider, obviously I'm not a pianist either, a pianist has lots of fluidity up and down. With a guitar, they have got to move the full hand and they also sometimes are playing um, two parts at once, but they only have one hand to do so, whereas a piano, you have the two hands. So mm. sometimes I have to take into consideration where Ravi might need a bit more space or a bit more time just for the hand movements and vice versa. He's learnt where I need more space for breath or for certain words. Amazing, yeah. This is uh, it's wonderful that you that you have this this collaboration and that you can can learn from each other. But now, tell me, do you sing also other uh, genres? Yes. So, um, do you mean in terms of classical or? Yeah, yeah. So, so do you yeah. sing um, like jazz and and pop and yeah. that sort of thing as well? So, uh, um, classical crossover, so which is a classical singer doing more um, jazz things and pop things. Mm -hmm. So um, I do a lot of, well, it kind of ties in nicely to the musical theatre, like the Judy Garland kind of music um, yes. from the 50s. That ties quite nicely in. Um, like, mm -hmm. um, and I think Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, a, star, a Star is Born, but the 1954 version. Um, and then myself and Ravi, we do a lot of. Um, voice and classical guitar arrangements of pop songs. So like, and so it goes by Billy Joel. And we've just done a few new recordings for Spotify for Christmas as well of um, some very famous um, Christmas pop songs. Oh, Sophie, I'm going to download that because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you really do all the things that I love. That's the, absolutely 100% the music that I love. So um, yeah, I saw also on your Instagram page. This is what really um, that also what I wanted to talk to you about because I saw you have a CD. Yeah. And yeah, when did you release the CD? 
So the CD came out this year in March. Um, yeah. It's called Them Things My Soul, and it's a collection of some of my favourite hymns and religious songs. Beautiful. Oh, that's wonderful. So now, um, what is what is the wishes for you for the future now? What what um, do you still want to do? I think. So at the minute, I'm in um, an opera as well at the Royal Northern College of Music. I'm in The Snow Maiden, playing the character of Liel, which is a, a fun, young 15-year-old boy. Um, so as I'm as a mezzo, we get to play a lot of trouser roles. So oh, okay. I think I think one of my main aims for the future is, um, this is my first full opera role, is to um, continue this, to get more roles and to to um, continue building my concert portfolio and to just travel all around the world. Mm. So, um, and and mainly in opera, do you want to uh, sing now or do you still want to do musical theatre? Um, I'd still love to be able to have that musical theatre element. And mm. as I mentioned, a lot of opera companies are starting to um, add a musical theatre show or production yeah. to their season. Um, but I still really do love art song and oratorio. And I think it's good to be to be flexible and to be open. And I just think it's very exciting that there are lots of um, different options for us out yeah. there. As well. And is there a language that you love to sing in? Is there a preferred language? Um, English for sure, but I yeah. am absolutely love singing in Spanish. I um, sing for the Instituto Cervantes, which is the Spanish Institute in Manchester. Um, sing for their National Day of Spain event and other events for them. And it's just such a beautiful language to sing in. Really? And do you speak Spanish? Um, I'm learning at the Institute. They're very kindly oh, okay. um, organised classes for me. So as well as singing to their audiences in Spanish, I now uh, talk a little bit in wow. Spanish too. Wonderful. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. But, and, and tell me, do you teach as well? Um, I teach a couple of um, music GCSE students, so they're age about 13, 14, just two, two lovely girls. Um, I, I would love to be able to have a few more students, but with performances, it doesn't, it doesn't oh, really yeah. fit in yeah. at the moment. But it's lovely to see them developing and growing. Absolutely. And, and this, you know, because you also had this wonderful opportunity with a teacher that believed in you. So it must be. And do you also feel because many musicians also say that they learn so much through teaching themselves? Yeah. Mm. Definitely. And it's um, my teacher at Music Conservatoire now, Royal Northern. She has a teacher and um, it's like everything's passed along the line and you do learn from your students because I'll watch them and think, oh, I used to do that. I know what my teacher means now. Oh, I see. Yeah. Students, yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of somebody said to me, it's the way sometimes they don't understand and you have to really think about how to explain it. And through that explanation, then you also get something for yourself. Definitely. And every student's different. So the way you explain a certain thing to one student, you'll have to explain it differently to another. Mm. But now, Sophie, tell me, what, what would be one advice that you would give a young aspiring singer? Um, I think believe in yourself and um, stay calm and enjoy what you're doing. Uh, work hard because, you know, things aren't handed to us. You have got to really work hard. And when you do, you will see results and you just, just enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun career. It's a hardworking career, but it's fun. 
And and I assume also people don't realize that or young uh, people don't realize that it takes time and that you have to be patient to get where you want to go. Yeah. Every year my concerts um, go more further afield, more prestigious um, Mm -hmm. in bigger venues and it does just take time. But it is, um, it's a fun journey and um, it is, I do think, to remember everyone along the way who's helped you as well. Yeah, yeah, that's important. But Sophie, I wish you all the best and um, and hope that you come to Vienna one day. That would be so lovely. You have to let me know because I would so love to see you in concert and when you sing all these wonderful songs that I love so much. Oh, definitely, I'd love to come. I'll, ha- I'll have to get that sorted. Yes, definitely, and let me know. I will do. I will put all the, the links of your website and um, and if there's anything else, let me know and I'll put it in the description. And, um, and well, I hope to meet you soon. Definitely, that would be, be most wonderful. Thank you, okay. Petra. Thank you for your time, Sophie. Have a lovely day. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.